This is an RNZ podcast. As anyone who spends time online will know by now, the big social media sites and platforms are full of fact-free misinformation posted by the people who are using them. And COVID-19 has sparked a huge upswing in such stuff, amplifying vaccine resistance, as TVNZ's Katie Bradford noted on One News last weekend. The World Health Organization warns about the infodemic, inaccurate information spreading as fast as the pandemic. And the biggest platforms hosting and amplifying the misinformation mostly can't be bothered to flag it as such or don't want to, let alone remove it. So when Rupert Murdoch's 24-hour news channel Sky News Australia was suspended recently for one week by YouTube, it was pretty humiliating for what is supposed to be a credible news channel. Now, the problem was misleading COVID stuff spouted on air by the hosts, and they're still doing it. Last Monday, the Sky News Australia website carried the headline, Jacinda Ardern has full control of the New Zealand media, though the words full control were in quotes. So who was the source of the claim? Our next guest is Chantel Baker, who is a political commentator from New Zealand and was an active campaigner during the last election for the New Conservatives. Now, that show is called The Outsiders, and Sky and Straya strayed well outside the mainstream for Chantelle Baker. She's an energetic contributor to Facebook pages carrying anti-vax content, and she's the daughter of the new Conservatives Party founder, Leighton Baker. The same day as she aired on The Outsiders on Sky News Australia, she posted a rambling 30-minute anti-vax interview with her dad on Rumble, the Canada-based video-sharing platform favoured by many people who get kicked off YouTube and Facebook. Because I'm out on a fresh mountain with the most beautiful, like, gorgeous mountain with the most fresh, beautiful air that's in the world, most likely, or at least definitely parts of the world, and I'm covering my face with a mask for to better my health. But having been picked as a political commentator from New Zealand by Sky News Australia last weekend, they asked Chantelle Baker this. Are you living in this weird sort of one-party state where you're just simply not allowed to criticise dear leader? Well, I would say that it's that old saying of control the information, control the minds. And what they've got at the moment is a full control of the media. So Jacinda's paid huge amounts. There's been hundreds of millions that have been paid out for the media to try and sustain them and keep them alive. And the issue with that is that now we've got a media that is pretty much demonstrated that they will only push forward promotion of Jacinda and promotion of her ideological ideas. And it's a real issue. Now, it is true the government here gives hundreds of millions to the media each year to sustain them. It's getting towards $300 million a year now in various ways. And it's also true this government is giving more now to a wider range of media and that this has caused some to question whether their financial and editorial independence could be compromised. But in the past, governments with very different ideological ideas, as Chantelle Baker put it, have also paid out hundreds of millions in public funding for our publicly and privately owned media. And anyone honestly telling an offshore audience about how things are here should certainly acknowledge there's been plenty of criticism of the government and the media on the issues that the Outsiders Aussie hosts specifically asked about. Runaway house price inflation, the Kiwi Bill calamity and slow vaccination rates until now. So Chantal Baker, in other words, is a politicised commentator, not a commentator on politics that any responsible broadcaster would seek out. But while Sky News in Australia tracked her down to claim our PM enjoys our media's compliance, ZB's Mike Hosking last Tuesday seized on another low-grade Aussie news outlet to hint at the same thing. The front page of one of the Australian papers yesterday had the lead story there for a while, lead story, biggest story going, 
Under the headline, Jacinda Ardern slammed for pushing sign language interpreter out of view. Well, that was intriguing, but no Australian newspaper had a lead story about the Prime Minister shoving a sign language interpreter at a daily briefing the Friday before last. What Mike Hosking was talking about there was a piece of flimsy clickbait from the Daily Mail Australia, notorious across the ditch for beating up and flagrantly plagiarising other Aussie outlet stories with minimal attribution, if any. Now, this beat-up, though, appeared to be all its own work, but no other news outlet over there was as interested at that point as Mike Hosking. She steps out of the way behind the pulpit of truth to make way for Grant Robertson, and doing so in stepping back, she slams into the sign writer, the sign interpreter, and keeps backing on in, and this woman's completely shunted out of view. It's the most astonishing thing you've ever seen. Well, actually, that was one of the least astonishing things Media Watch saw that morning. One person bumping into another one, making room for someone else, and then apologising almost immediately. But Mike Hosking carried on echoing the Daily Mail's take. Then from behind the Prime Minister comes the sign interpreter, who gives her the filthiest look you've ever seen. Now, where is that to be found in the New Zealand media? I've not seen it anywhere. The story was not in our media because there was literally nothing to see and what Mike's mind saw as a filthy look was merely fleeting surprise that you needed slow-mo to spot. Though Mike reckoned it was all about media control and compliance. Why is it in Australia on the front page and it's not in any of the New Zealand media unless, of course, they don't do that stuff anymore because it might embarrass the Prime Minister? Exactly. Look it up and see what you think. 22 minutes away from nine. But what this really showed was not Ardern's power over our news media, but the influence of Daily Mail clickbait. CNN picked up the story after that and debunked it. Critics of the Prime Minister pounced. What a rude bleep. Out of my way, peasant. They noted the look the interpreter gave her boss, but they seemed to ignore the Prime Minister's exclamation of surprise, followed by an apologetic smile. Commenters noted she clearly didn't mean to do this, and there was literally not a single push. But just the day before the tale of the Prime Minister's barging, which our media didn't touch with a barge pole, Mike Hosking was telling his listeners, in times like these, we need media telling truth to power. The tragedy with the state of the media these days is, one, not enough hard questions are being asked anymore, and two, too many journalists are too young because the pay's ordinary and the prospects aren't flash, so they don't have either the gonads to go hard or the institutional knowledge to truly dig in and get detailed. Not everyone, of course, but too much of it, sadly. And without the gonads to go hard on hard questions, he said, politicians and officials are saying any old rubbish these days and getting away with it. We're in lockdown because of fear around hospital capacity. We're in lockdown because we are slow on the vaccine and didn't use tools like saliva testing when we should have. Thus, these issues are critical, and therefore the truth is imperative. And if the truth is so easily muddied and so hard to access, if we are led by spinners and BSs, what hope have we? But sometimes it's public figures who do know what they're talking about who call out the BSs in the media. Last Tuesday, Dr Rod Jackson told Mike Hosking a thing or two about that very issue of ICU capacity. It wouldn't matter if we had 10 times as many ICU But, but they are. Rob, they are. No, they're Singapore's not. Singapore's coping they're with not. it. Singapore's they're coping with it right now. Singapore isn't right now. Singapore, it, the, Singapore is coping with it right Singapore now. They're, they're tight, coping. but they're not Singapore overwhelmed. New South Wales isn't new... overwhelmed. Victoria's not hey, overwhelmed. Not true. They are freaking out. Well, of course they're freaking out. They always freak out. If you ask, I mean, that's what the media, the media full of nurses and doctors saying, oh, my God, this is going to be a Mike, disaster. I have no idea of what it's like to work in a hospital.
Have you ever worked in a hospital? No, of course I've not worked no, in a hospital. Of you but, haven't, but we have. But why what I know, listen, here's what I know. People listen to us. Have you ever been in hospital? No. Seems though it's not just the young and poorly paid journos who have trouble with spin and BS in our media.